welcome to another episode of That's Rap Podcast, where we were this <laughs> close. Oh, it this was, close. It was an arm's reach. It, you know all those like movies where the, I guess, protagonist is trying to reach for like something and it's that close and then their fingertips, that's what it feels like right now. That's what a, that game felt like. Yeah, and and you know there was there was a certain buzz going into this game about uh, around the city, right? There was almost like after that that win on game four, it, there was it's almost like it was expected that the Raptors would come out and win. And then you get this news that Katie's starting to practice, yep. that he's you know spending extra time after shoot around at the Raptors old practice court, um, getting some extra shots in, and then the word comes in that he's gonna play. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm sure a whole bunch of uh, butts started to clench uh, throughout the country. Just a, uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little. But and if we, man, OK, so I don't want to harp on this too much, but I don't feel like that was a good idea. In hindsight, Warriors. of course not. Of course not. Right. Yeah. In I, hindsight, it wasn't. You know, like that's not that's an injury that could be career ending. Knock on wood. But I mean, oh, I feel real bad, man. I feel real bad for KD. Right. And uh, first off, you know, things get heated, but obviously you saw how the Raptors uh, players reacted. At the end of the day, it's there's no need to, like, celebrate an injury like this foe or ally. You know, this is this is devastating. Our, our thoughts go out to you, uh, Kevin Durant, yeah. and, uh, yeah, you know, hope, hope that it's not too bad. But, like... On that yeah. same breath, why did they play him? Because they wanted to shut us out with this option that they had. What do they have now? Two games without Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very difficult. It was a very difficult position to be in as, as for everyone in the Warriors organization, right? It's like if if he doesn't play, then there is this uh, this there's always going to be this thing hanging over them. Like, did he quit on the team? Did he, or, or was he really that injured, or why can't he play through it while the rest of the teammates are playing through it? A, a lot of questions that, you know, really should, like, if this was the regular season, obviously these questions wouldn't be asked. He'd be given the required time to right. recover, and that would right. be it, and it wouldn't be a question. But because certain teammates, or all of the teammates, are playing hurt, you know, then then his, and you know who he is, he's, he's an overly sensitive guy. He's got burner accounts, he's... <laughs> Easily influenced by by outside uh, uh, individuals and media and teammates, so uh, I'm I wasn't really surprised that he tried to to play. Um, I I just hope that for his sake, you know, it doesn't harm uh, his his upcoming free agency, right? I mean, right. he's uh, he's he's deserving of all the praise he's gotten. He's gotten you know last two champions and last two MVPs. Like he deserves all all the accolades and. You know, credit to him for trying to gut it out, but that, that in hindsight, like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. But yeah. like that was not a good decision to play. Yeah, for sure. But okay, so I know that we can talk a lot about like why or why not KD should have played. But let's go back to this game. I mean, game five, we could have. Do we have to? <laughs> I think we should, man. I think we should, man. Because <sighs> okay, so game five at a home. Uh, Larry O'Brien was in the building and I feel like there was a collective feeling uh, before the game that even that Katie it was playing it was I feel like it was positive I feel like the the feeling around Toronto uh, that we could take this game and it would be ours but with that being said 
this is what I wanted to ask you guys, or I guess talk to you guys about. When the injury kind of happened, it was it was emotional after KD got injured, and I feel like that took a lot out of the players, a lot out of the fans. So in the first half, it was like it was kind of sloppy, and then so after halftime, uh, that's when the gameplay started to pick up a little bit. What I'm impressed by the Raptors is that. Every time that the Warriors won on a run, the Raptors kept on pushing. They would never let down. They would never let up, and and we we just kept on pushing back and punching back. And then we went we went on that. We had like a good six point lead too. But credit to the Warriors. These guys are two time champ or four time champions. This this collective group, and they showed it why that they want to have uh, another one in the Oracle. Do I think we can beat them in Oracle? Yes, absolutely. But I feel like even if we won that game, I don't know. It could be just me, and that's what I want to ask you guys. I don't know if we would have deserved it. What do you guys feel? Well, I mean, I I don't know about that because, like, look, at the end of the day, it's it's a game. And, you know, if you pull out the stops to to come ahead, I mean, who's to say that? What if it was the tables turning and we were a Raptors podcast here in this position and they – the, op- the opposite way around and it's like oh but uh you know they didn't deserve oh, like basically what happened today literally what happened today they didn't deserve that win we we had that that great run in the middle of the court of the fourth they all they did was show up and do threes <laughs> they didn't deserve to get that like i, I guess day, so i guess so I, I guess the feeling was was just like there were so many good narratives so, so many positive narratives that coming into this being it was just not a very good game by either teams like the Raptors or the Warriors didn't play very well and I know and I know Dre I know you you got it out for the refs the refs did not ref a good game but it was again on both sides of the floor so if it was the last game let's say it was the last game of the series that would have kind of sucked that that's what I'm trying to say I'm not saying that no one deserves it I would have I just feel like because it was such a bad played game on every asset of the both teams on the refs that would have been a kind of a boring way I'm, to go out from this series actually I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and 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 agree and disagree with, okay. with your points I'm gonna agree with the fact that yes Katie's injury sucked the life out of that the the entire arena I mean there was a buzz going into this game that this could be it. This could be the end of, of the NBA season. And you could feel it in the crowd. And, you know, the, the, the Warriors came out gunning and the Raptors tried to stick around. So I guess in this aspect, I kind of disagree in terms of I don't think that it was a poorly played game. I actually think the Warriors played a very good game. They played mm. desperate. They um, Clay and Curry were on fire. They were hitting the shots they needed to hit. And those were difficult shots. They were running the types of, uh, of of plays that have gotten them to three championships. So I disagree in terms of like I don't think it was a poorly played game. I think this was a the Warriors playing their 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 hearts out and trying to keep their season alive. Um, and I think that despite how poorly the Raptors played, they managed to stick around. Right. right. Like, yeah. I, I think the Warriors. At a, at a drop of a hat, could have been up by 15, 20, had the, the Raptors not been as resilient. So, um, you know, watching the game throughout, I was like, you know what, there, there's a chance here. And I thought the third quarter would have been when we would have made that run. But mm. that was, the Warriors had that extra gear to make sure that, that that run didn't happen this time. It actually happened in the fourth. And 
and this leads to, I guess, my my concern, uh, and that is about, um, and, and Dre and I were talking about this before you jumped on, Jay, before we started recording, and that was Kawhi was ridiculous in the right. fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. And he went okay. on that personal 10-0 run or whatever it was. He scored the 10 straight points, putting the Raptors up by six with the ball, three minutes left. The question is, why call timeout? And I don't know why. I don't know yeah. if that was – it looked like it was like the, the, the roof was about to come off of Scotiabank Arena. The, the Raptors had multiple stops. Kawhi was on fire. And it's the Raptors who called the timeout. My question is, why? Why ice your uh, own kicker? Why well, kill your own momentum? Why, you basically like, touched upon like my, my number one negative of the game. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that, that bugged me a lot. And, and, and I know – I know our, this pod is kind of going all over the place, um, so I let me let me quickly follow that up with a quick number. Okay. And I'm not going to give you guys three numbers today. Um, I could quickly do that, but like I think one number that I I, I do want to bring out, um, and and that is the free throw edge. The Raptors. I know we're going to complain yeah. about the refs, and even I agree that the referees missed a ton of calls. However, the Raptors still shot. 13 more free throws than Golden State. The Raptors still had three less fouls than the Warriors. So both teams will have their gripes. Um, you know, I, I think that, I, but I, I will still go to the fact that numbers are numbers, but the eye test tells me the refs missed a ton of calls on the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, and just to be fair, there, there were a few calls missed on the other side of the ball as well. But uh, I couldn't help but notice that Kawhi was just getting destroyed out there, uh, and and he's not the type to, to embellish. He wasn't like at one point I think he even got desperate and did try to almost flop. That's not his style. The fact yeah. that he had to resort to that, the fact like he's just trying to get any call at that point, um, was obviously very frustrating for him, um, and definitely frustrating for us as fans. Uh, I, I'm assuming you guys would agree. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. I I just feel like Kawhi is so strong, and he also doesn't embellish any of his calls, like you said, Jay. And when he does, it's a little strange, right? And then you have the opposite end when you got Boogie Cousins. I mean, Boogie Cousins, granted, he's like humongous, and he does get fouled a lot because you, it's really hard to stop him. But for someone who's that big and to flail around so much and to kind of uh, fall to the ground whenever he's touched that's kind of the sort of thing that i hate because i mean you're yeah. so big you're so strong you don't need to embellish and that's it's like do you argue in order to get the call like Kawhi doesn't do that is it detrimental to him for not arguing like i don't want to i don't want to tell people in order to get these calls you have to argue but sometimes sometimes it feels that way it's it's kind of strange it's just frustrating because we we lost by one point, and where you can argue that one foul shot by Kawhi that missed that could have tied the game, uh, that one shot that so and so took that could have made us win. You could argue all of that, but at that same time, it's so frustrating because it's like you. Look, I was watching a game with my dad, and he was looking at Kawhi stats. He's like, he's not shooting well. And I'm like, is he not shooting well, or are these all shots that are, he's being completely manhandled over and there's no calls that's what it seemed more like to me and it's like it's it's so frustrating because yes jay you are 100 correct we got but that that just proves your point because it's like 
we were sent to the line so many times, yet we were also called so many fouls on on their end, but almost in a in a stupefying sense where it's like, you know, we were in foul trouble very early on with like three, four. I think somebody had four accumulated in the first half. It was like Lowry or something, or Lowry got no, at least no, four very early no, on. No one was, no one was, no one was. I, I was, I was well, tracking he, that as well. No one was. He got, he got four very early on though. And, you know, it was almost to the point where it's like, uh-oh, do we have to send in Jeremy Lin? Bleed's <laughs> getting fouls too. But it's just, it's, it's insane because it's almost like with the amount of fouls we accumulated and the amount of times that we ourselves went to the line, it's almost as if, are they accounting both the Golden State Warriors fouls and ours just on our team? Like, why are they going to the line, yet we're rising up at all these fouls, yet we've been to the line like a million times? Like, it was the wonkiest officiating in the series so far. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely insane. And it is on both sides, but it's almost frustrating because it's like, while you can look at the things that we did and we could have gotten that one point, it's also like, what about this plethora of times where Kawhi Leonard was completely being like slapped and nothing was happening, yet DeMarcus Cousins sticks his ass out and that's a foul. I'm so glad he got the offensive <laughs> foul when that happened yeah. later on in the quarter because it's like enough of that crap, enough of that crap. Like so much of the game is decided by nonsense like that and the Warriors know it and it's just, it's infuriating. Yeah, I, it really yeah, is. I, no, I, get, I get that. I get that. I, I get that you're, you're upset. I get that. And, and at the I'm end of the day, <laughs> no, I, but, but the thing is, at, at the end of the day, like the Raptors still had a chance to win. Um, yes. And we are in in the exact same position we were, right, before before we started. So the fact that KD is not going to be playing and the, the fact that, you know, Kevon Looney left the game too. He's re-injured his, uh, his, his chest, I believe. Right. So What's the update the Rap- on that? Like... He, he left the game, right? So he's uh, – yeah. it's not looking good for him either. And he is – uh, at least before today, he is their best center. I, I will admit, Cousins looked spry out there. Um, he, he didn't come in until, I believe, the second quarter. And I was beginning to think, are we even going to see this guy again? Because he looked horrible uh, when they were playing at Oracle. And, uh, you know, Golden State needs any kind of help they can get right now. So with Durant out, presumably with Looney out, uh, and it's really it's going to end up being the Curry and Clay show again. And, you know, uh. to their credit, Curry and Clay were absolutely ridiculous yeah, tonight. Yeah, and, they were phenomenal. Keep, take that with a grain of salt, right? They both were ridiculously insane from beyond the arc, and we still had a shot to claim the championship tonight. Like, there are, there's a way in which you can look at this game and say to yourself, yeah. I can see this still ending at Oracle. I can see this game. Mm. Like, this, this was a championship team here, right? And if we look at the makeup of all of these games, including the regular season, the Warriors have beaten us twice at a grand total of three points. We have beaten them five times, each of them by way more than three points. So there's lots to take out of this, uh, more in a positive light. But I get I get the frustration. Yeah. The, the referees were egregious. I'm going to stick with the positives, though. Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought, Jay, you already, you already pointed out that little stretch at, in the fourth quarter by Kawhi Leonard was magical. That was so much fun to watch. He got the offensive boards, defensive boards. 
spotting it for three, uh, transition three pointers, and then getting offense rebounds and putting back. Like it was, it was so fun to watch somebody that we've never had on our team. It's always been against us, and now that we have someone like him to take over uh, a game, and there was no emotion in any side, in any like there was no frustration, there was no cheering. It was just all business. All board mans get paid, and. It was just so, so fun to watch Kawhi do Kawhi things. I remember tweeting out like, Clay is going to Clay all day, but we just need Claw to be Claw. And that's where he came out and showed what he could do. Second positive, I got to give it to the bigs. I thought Marcus Saw played a great cup uh, beginning in the game. He kind of set the tempo with uh, going inside against the smaller because they uh the golden state warriors played a smaller lineup the death lineup what have you uh and gasol kind of took advantage of that they knew that nobody could guard him and he took he, he took advantage of taking those threes and going inside and i thought abaka played it really well too he's been doing uh he comes off the bench with a 15 and 6 and in 17 minutes like he he i, I know that he got a couple of turnovers that were mistakes but at least they were dead ball turnovers and yeah, I wouldn't give it to the bigs. They played aggressively, and they they knew that the Warriors were going to play small, and I'm glad that Gasol and Ibaka did their thing. And finally, if looking at the quarter marks, I know that the Golden State Warriors' mantra is the third quarter. However, we tied them uh, 22 oh. to 22, and then we also forced the Golden State in the fourth quarter to also only score 22 points. So we did play really well uh, on defense throughout the the rest of the game. Third quarter was kind of where we dug ourselves a little bit too big of a hole. Uh, again, Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry, they were they were fantastic. They got every single one of those threes uh, seemingly. and But when it came down to stretch, we were one point away. We're one point away, and that's what I think. I, f- I feel like the poetic justice came to fruition when Kyle Lowry had that last shot. It wasn't very close, but knowing that it was Kyle Lowry's chance to put this one home, that's what I, I guess that's what uh, helped me, you know, get that storyline fulfilled. Credit to Draymond Green. He actually got a piece of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. It, it looked it looked really bad. It hit the side of the backboard, but yeah, Draymond did get a piece. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I mean, if we're going to take any pauses away from this, they have to win two more games, and we only have to win one. So we're still in a great position. We've played well in Oracle. Not going to lie, we've played well. And they're going to give their fans what they want, which is fine. We put ourselves in a position where we have two more chances to get this championship, and they have to play solid twice. I've got I've got one piece of uh, breaking news. Uh, again, we were recording this like just minutes after the game. Uh, tweet coming through that uh, for Durant, it is an Achilles injury. Oh shoot! Well, that oh my god! So like, how bad is it? Like a year, a career? I think I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is because he's gonna get his MRI. Um, but you know the the Warriors GM Bob Myers is at the the post game press conference and he is bawling. Uh, I don't oh actually. Oh my god! He is he is crying. He is crying as he's making the announcement. Uh, but yeah, that's that's really unfortunate. Right. Oh right. my god. Well, all right. 
players like prayers up for KD would never want anybody, anybody, uh, any player to go down in an injury like that. Let's hope he recovers for for next year, wherever he is, Golden State, New York, Toronto, by yeah. all means. But I mean, let prayers up for him, man. I hope he, I hope he recovers well. For what sure. Do you, I don't want to. I, I don't want to stop this pod at a negative. Give me a positive, well, guys. But I, <laughs> I, I, I still have to go through my negatives. So, so. <laughs> no, but, true. All uh, right. As, as a trade-off, I will end on a positive. So, negatives. So first off, uh, we have to do. Uh, maybe we caught up. I don't know what the stats are. I think we have to do a much better job at offensive rebounding because we're trying to send too many guys to triple and double up on on the three-point shooters, which that's something else we have to tidy up on a little bit. The fact that, um, yes, Clay and Steph did go off a lot, but a lot of that was because uh, we kept being tricked by their screening and they ended up being the open man. It's just one of those things where it's like, okay, but if they're going to be there, they can't hit every single one of their shots, no matter who's shooting it. We have to be there for the glass. And I feel like offensive or defensive, a lot of the game is dictated by Golden State grabbing the ball, or if we got the ball, not hanging on to it, and Golden State got the steal afterwards. So we have no, to clean up. Sorry, I do have to. I do have to actually correct you on that. Uh, we we yep. we we destroyed them on offensive rebounds. Uh, we had thirteen, okay. they had six. Um, but 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 still, you are right in terms of the three pointers, right? I mean, Curry and Clay still hit some difficult ones, but if if they're the only ones hitting your threes, that's fine. But they. The, as a team, they hit 23 pointers, and half of those were not Curry or Clay. So yes, to your point, yes, we need to do a better job of 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 uh, closing out on three on those on those shooters. But that's that that kind of goes back to that whole thing that Jay was talking about. How this that's that's some championship medal right there, right? That's mm-hmm. um, you know they they all came through extremely clutch. Their season was on the line. Their dynasty was on the line. And, uh, yeah, they, they hit the shots that we were allowing them to take. Um, I, I no. seriously doubt that the non-Curry and Clay uh, teammates are going to hit 10 three-pointers again. Actually, let's say seven because three of those was Durant's. Um, I, I seriously doubt that's going to happen again. But to your point, Probably right? Uh, a better job of closing on three-pointers, um, yeah, it is definitely needed. Yeah. On uh, yeah. Kevin Durant's uh, Instagram, on the story, Dub Nation gonna be loud as f for Game Six. I'm hurting deep in the soul right now, and I can't lie, but seeing my brothers get this win was like taking a shot of tequila. I got a new life. LOL. Hashtag Dubs. So at least he's getting good spirits, bro. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, something else that we have to clean up on, and that's what a lot of this game was. A lot of this game was things just not going our way, and one of those things was ball movement because obviously a good chunk of this game. We could complain about the refs again, but what was that? It was Kawhi being fouled and no calls being taken. But a lot of that was because there's got to be more ball movement. If Kawhi's being doubled up, he's got to be able to pass it out, have the open man. But instead of just dribbling for too long, if you're Pascal Siakam, if you're Van Vliet, trying to hear a ball in for a little bit and then pass it out, do what the Warriors do, where you're passing it everywhere and you're creating screens and you're creating confusion. That's 100% what you have to do. Trying to dribble it out and play one-on-one for a little bit, that's not going to work out too well because guess what? That that causes a lot of steals. And Golden State on offense are everywhere, but on defense they're also everywhere. So they're they're going to be behind you too, grabbing the ball when you're trying to go toe-to-toe with some dude. They want you to do that. And unfortunately, it was successful. And finally, speaking of runs, and we already touched upon this, 
This one's directly for Nick Nurse, <laughs> who I believe is at fault here. Nick Nurse, you are a wonderful coach. I can maybe theorize why you did that timeout because we had two. We had a bunch of time. Okay, maybe we thought things were going hot. We have to figure out. No, no, no. You don't need to sugarcoat it. It was a horrible timeout. <laughs> didn't need no, to call. But, but I, I'm getting to that. You, you know, you got to. Uh, Jay, you got to understand to, to toss the guillotine, you need to take the steps up onto the podium. So I, I can theorize why maybe you did that. But as my final negative, Nick Nurse, do not goddamn do that again. Because what that does is that allows the Warriors to recuperate. When they're having a drought and we're going on an edge, we're, we're going, we have an edge and we're going forwards. All that does is gives them a second plan. They have things called the death lineup for a reason because they have a plan C, a plan Q, a plan Z for everything. When they're out scrabbling on the court and Kawhi's going Terminator mode, man, one man versus an entire team, do not stop that. That is not the wisest thing to do because all that did was allowed them to come back with a couple of threes that just sealed the deal, and then we were left scrambling, thinking, oh, how do we take these final seconds? Do not do that ever again, Nick Nurse. Like for, for what, yeah, for what it's worth, the way that we were playing, we probably could have scored uh, on another, I guess, Kawhi ISO um, or, or of some sort, right? We had the momentum. Um, I, we could have encouraged fouls. We could have had it, it, so much. And here's, here's what makes it, I guess, twice as confusing is that Okay, so we have two timeouts left. They use one there with three minutes left and all the momentum and up by six and whatever, and the crowd's going crazy. They use the timeout there. Then don't use a timeout in the final position. That's what I was more confused about. Right. I mean, both of those were a little bit confusing. And I've said this before where I think that Nurse has earned our trust, right? He's done some things that we have questioned, but they have worked out, right? Whether it's you know, benching Danny Green in the second half at the beginning of the second half for the last three games, you know, sticking with Gasol during the uh, the Milwaukee series, or I think it's the Philly series when we thought he should have been benched. Like there are decisions he makes that just have worked out. This, to, to Dre's point, just simply didn't make sense. So you take the good with the bad, but you'd like to think that this mistake won't be made again. Yeah. But I've got to end on a positive, though. I promised, right? We have two chances to win one. Kyle Lowry, as I guess proven by today's game, I won't say he played a bad game, but uh, he loves playing on the road. And so far, that has been proven very true in this series. And at least, hey, it's another game we have with Kawhi. Because we don't know what's going to happen after this. So at least there's another one, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Well, ramming on a little bit too long for this one. Uh, this one seemed like a little bit of a frustrating game, but that's okay. I guess that's the drama of being in the NBA Finals. Every single game is going to be different. This one seemed very different from the rest of them. Uh, at least we got at least two more, hopefully just one more in our favor. <laughs> but... KD, get better. Raptors, do better. Let's get this win on Thursday. Until next time, boys, that's a wrap.